the walkway, and as people were walking to, through, he would try to do it. He would poop out of the tree onto the sidewalk below oh, as someone's boy. walking through. <laughs> This is the Hopper Podcast. I'm William. And I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. William is a hospice chaplain. We've been friends for over 20 years. For that amount of time, we've been having thoughtful, passionate, hospitable conversations about what is good and right and beautiful in the world. Each week, we pull an idea out of the Hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. Well, Dave, um, you and I are getting older. True. And uh, I think I'm going to have to get a colonoscopy here before long. Yes. My uh, grandmother had colon cancer, and it was mm. is now pretty. Colon cancer is um, not completely, but quite preventable, for, as far as I understand. Yeah. And yeah, quite often it is. Yeah. Uh, that's the case. I guess there's a, there are rare occurrences. Sure. Um, where they, they don't even see it on a colonoscopy. But from, for the most part, they see polyps, and they can remove those and you can prevent this disease. I am not at all looking forward to getting a colonoscopy though. Now, you've never had one. No. See, I've had two. <laughs> it's a great time. Yeah, right. Yeah, so the first time I was in a, a kind of a medical hospital, okay. a, a, a training hospital, oh. and I was in a, a large space. It almost felt like a gymnasium <laughs> <laughs> with, with little gurney walls, you know, like the little little false walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was the doctor and the yeah. anesthesiologist yeah. and there was a nurse and yeah. there was like 10 other people standing around. Oh my around. goodness. It was yeah. like a show. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the best part about it is you go to sleep right away. Okay. And then you wake Do up. Do you sleep through the whole process? You, you're asleep. It, and, and it's it's a, like a twilight kind of medicine. It's in the, it's an intravenous medicine. It's not yeah. like a, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. general anesthesia. Okay. So you wake up right away. Yeah. You know, general anesthesia, you, you feel like you've got, oh, you know, yeah. by a truck or something. Yeah. It takes you a few hours to really come, mm-hmm. come to. Mm-hmm. This you wake up immediately. Yeah. And and I was even like, oh, you're done. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, great. Uh-huh. This is fantastic. You know. And the anesthesiologist comes by and says, hey, how much do you weigh? I always add a few pounds. You know. Yeah. <laughs> said, well, I'm really about this much, but I don't want to remember any of this. Right. Yeah. So let's go ahead and give me just a little bit extra. Uh huh. Um, and then, I always point out to, or I'm going to point out to him for sure that I'm a redhead. I don't know if you know this, but redhead people with the freckles and the pale skin and uh-huh. the red hair and all have a lower pain tolerance. We feel pain, and anesthesiologists have to give us po- more anesthesia. I've never heard this. Yeah, that's true. It's actually true. It is. Everyone gets the same amount of anesthesia, except for redheads get more. Wow. Because we feel pain more acutely than anyone else. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah. Um, you cause a lot of pain too, right? Well, that's true yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the second time I had a colonoscopy, it was just the doctor and the nurse, and it was like low light. They didn't sell tickets. They didn't sell tickets. They didn't take me out to dinner first. Um, <laughs> but you know, I went to sleep, and I woke up, and it was over. And I was like, "This is great. I, yeah. I don't want to have it in front of all the the students again. That's yeah. that was not cool." Yeah. Um, and then you sit around farting for a while because that's what I've heard. Yeah, they put gas up in your colon. I have watched YouTube videos. There are uh, I one day that ran- doesn't sound right. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, no, no. You watch YouTube videos of colonoscopies? No, not of colonoscopies. Okay. Of people farting afterwards. Uh, okay. Uh, so people like waking up, and then it'd be like someone with these like the world's biggest farts. You know, I, I've I've got very <laughs> juvenile humor, and I just yeah. somehow one day like, okay, what's the longest yeah. that someone's ever farted? And it's and after like, a colonoscopy, after colonoscopy, it's yeah. these you know, I like potty people, humor too. People of all sorts, and but of course the young, pretty, small, 
girls, women, not girls, you know, 20, 30 year olds who are right. really pretty or whatever, uh, that are really, and then just like farting, like I have never farted in my entire <laughs> life. You will soon. I my, will at some friend. point, but, um, yeah, those are a lot of, I mean, they're, they're fun to watch. Yeah. 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 So I was worried there for a second. I, I thought you were watching about, uh, you know, no, <laughs> <laughs> that probably is on there. I've Probably. Talked, uh, so I've been in healthcare for quite a while now as a chaplain, and I know that there are doctors who watch YouTube. There's there's a whole world of YouTube of procedures that you can watch. Our nurses and doctors watch those videos to see how procedures are done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let me tell you how this procedure is done. Okay. You're going to drink some nasty stuff. Yeah. And you're going to have horrible diarrhea. Yeah. And then you're going to go to bed. I've heard this. And then you're going to wake up and you're going to drink it again. <laughs> and you're going to have horrible diarrhea. <laughs> it's going to come out like water. Yeah, it'll, it'll you'll be completely clean. Yeah, and uh, and then you'll go in and and yeah, get a little injection in your in your yeah. arm or something. Yeah. And take a little nap. Yeah. And and so it's really not a bad procedure. And the thing is, uh, like you said, it's it's a really important procedure. Yeah, because a lot of colon cancer, most of it can be prevented. Yeah. They yeah. can go in there and snip out the polyps that are growing while they're doing a colonoscopy. You don't feel it. You don't know it. You don't feel it afterward. Yeah. Um, and uh, there, I know people who refuse yeah. to get a colonoscopy mm-hmm. because they don't want people tunneling in their butt. Yeah. Especially men. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. So, so undignified. men. Yeah. yeah. So invasive, whatever. But, um, you know... And you have experience seeing these people later when they are dying from colon cancer. That's right. I do. Um, Well, the colon cancer then is metastasized to other parts of the body. Um, Colon cancer by itself, you can take out the colon. That's what happened to my grandmother. She got... um, uh, you know, she's pooping out of her side into a bag and yeah. you know, well, that that's, kind of that thing. That doesn't and, sound funny. Either. No, that's terrible. But you yeah. can live through that. But then right. when the cancer metastasizes throughout the rest of the body, then it really does kill you. Yeah. And I've seen patients like that. Um, and it's not just cancer, but other kinds of diseases as well that people... Um, and it, you know what? It really is a lot of men who just refuse to get the kind of care, the medical care that they need because they say, no, I feel fine. I'm not going to go get checked out. I've talked to countless men who say, I've never been to the doctor because if I go to the doctor, they're going to find something wrong with me, and then I'm going to be sick. Well, the doctor doesn't make you sick. The doctor finds things to be able to help you to get better. And that's so frustrating. I remember one patient I had that... um, he was young. He had a, he was he had been married for about five years. He had a three year old, four year old son, something like that. And he was dying in the ICU and he died. But he was there in the ICU with me. I went to see him every day for uh, three or four months, I guess. And his wife and his son would come regularly. Um, but he had this growth on his side. I don't know what it was, honestly, because I don't. I'm not mm. a doctor. I'm not a nurse. But he had this big growth on his side that he was hiding from his wife, and he wouldn't go to the doctor to see it until it was so big he couldn't hide it anymore. And she finally discovered it, and it was, and it had taken. It was too late. It was too late. Yeah. And the doctor was telling me that if they had gotten it early enough, they would have cut it out. It would have been an outpatient procedure, and it would have been no problem. He'd have gone on to his life and have no problem. You know, I it's uh, I hmm. I can relate to this mentality a little bit. Yeah. Um, and what happens when you go through difficult things and life is hard mm-hmm. uh, and you just don't want to hear any more bad news. Yeah, I understand that. Um, it's, it's, it's odd because you know, you know that you need to take care of something. Yeah. 
uh, and you just don't have the strength or energy to do it. Yeah. I understand that, but I want to encourage everyone. Yeah, that for you, sure. You just need to go. Um, you know, last time I had a checkup, I, I didn't have a checkup with the doctor for like five years because mm. you know I'm, I'm in my forties and I wasn't You're young. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wasn't too worried about it. But um, uh, then I went and I said, "Hey, uh, do we have to do this prostate check again?" Because mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy that last time. Yeah, right. And he said, "Oh, we don't do that anymore." Right. And I said, oh, hallelujah. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Medicine is progressing. That's I don't know awesome. what they're doing now. Yeah. It's just they can test your blood or something, yeah. but uh, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was good news. Mm-hmm. So go to your doctor. Absolutely. Cause not, and, and if the doctor does that, then find a different doctor. <laughs> 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 yeah. Because you're right. I don't think they do that anymore. Um, they used to. But yeah, it's really important to take care of our bodies um, for our loved ones, but also uh, to, you know, you and I are both pastors, and so let's we got to take it back to some sort of, you know, what right. does this have to do with God? You know, God gave us bodies and souls. Uh, we have this immaterial part, but we have this material part of us as well, and that's absolutely who we are. Um, I, I can't separate myself from my body, um, and so... Our bodies are something that God has given us to take care of and to glorify yeah. Him with our bodies. Yeah, and and people talk about stewardship, right? Yeah. That, that we mm-hmm. we have been given this by God, and so we have a responsibility to maintain it, to look after it. That's right. Just like our money or our talents or our time, uh, our, our bodies, our emotions, our minds. Yes. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. we have all to, those things. We have to take care of what God's given. Yeah. Um, and do well by it. That's right. That's right. I haven't always been the best with that. I have really struggled with my weight. Absolutely. Um, but I try hard. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not sure that I would call it sinful, but it's certainly not God's will for me to eat the way that I do. Right. Uh, and th- that's, I don't know that that's much different than being out of control or being a bad steward of my money or my emotions yeah. or my parenting or my relationships with my wife or whoever. Yeah. yeah I, I Sugar is delicious. Man. I love me some sugar. We, you and I just both had some chocolate. Yeah. We just, we're all hyped up. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> we had chocolate with, with caramel. Oh and, my I, gosh. I don't want to start drooling, but um, so, sugar <laughs> is, is delicious. And, and then we're, now we're recording about uh, telling people that they need to take care of their health. Yeah. I know. It, 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 it it's a little hypocritical, isn't it? I also really like beer. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I like the really dark beer. Yeah, me too. It's like 12, 13, 14 percent alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's an probably, oatmeal stout. Yeah, it's like a thousand calories in yeah, the glass. Yeah, right, right, right. A loaf right, of right. bread. A loaf of bread, yeah. And I I love it. It's, yeah. It's really delicious. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have to, uh, they say do things in moderation. Sure. And, um, I. I, th- I think that's hard for a lot of people, yeah. and some people say, "Let's simplify it, yeah. and just don't drink, yeah. um, or just don't eat any sugar. You right. know, never have a, a jelly donut, mm. never drink a soda." Yeah. Um, and I try not to drink soda. Yeah. Because when when we were younger, we've we've talked about this before. Yeah. We grew up with sugar cereal. Oh my gosh! Kool Aid so soda. Much. Yeah, that's right. Uh, just junk. Yeah, and I think that I am thoroughly addicted, or was. Me too. And it took me a while yeah. to get off of soda. I drink diet soda, but I'm I have ambition to get off of soda completely. But I drink yeah, a lot of I diet soda. You to do, yeah. yeah, I know. Um, I hated water; didn't have any sugar in it. Yeah. Um, now I drink a lot of water, and I do feel better. Um, and I've noticed as I've gotten older that what I eat really does impact how I feel. 
my energy level, my focus, my sleeping, all these things are affected. When I was younger, it didn't seem to matter. I wonder, you know, the same is true for me, but my understanding of that is that I am more aware of these connections in a way that I wasn't aware before. I say that because I can watch other people, um, particularly like my son and then others that I know that are younger, that... It affects that what they eat absolutely affects them, but they don't see that connection. I think I didn't mm-hmm. either. I think it's it's not like it's affecting us more. Our food, our sleep, our yeah, exercise. Yeah, that's true. Because I've definitely but seen I'm that with kids. But I'm more aware yeah. of how those things are impacting what I'm doing. Yeah, let me tell you a story about my uh, well, someone I know. Yeah. Um, so uh, this person had some some serious ticks. If you know what a tick is, a, absolutely. A, yeah, a, some sort yeah. of nervous jitter, sort of. Um, anyway, there uh, can be verbal ticks, can be motions that you do with your hands or with your head or with your, or, or they can be, you know, um, yeah, a verbal where you're saying a specific word or a sound over and over again, those kind of things. Yeah. Yes, and so uh, and people find comfort in them. Those who are doing yeah, them they, often find comfort in them. Yeah. yeah so when, I've, when I when talk to this person, they say that it, it almost feels like an itch that has to be scratched. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you do the tick, it kind of relieves. Or for like a sneezing, like you, like yeah, you feel like you, you got, got to sneeze, sneeze, then you sneeze, and then you feel better. Yeah. Yeah, so we have seen uh, firsthand experience that if you if you can identify food sensitivities, yes, you can eradicate a lot, if not all, of these ticks. Mm. Um, a lot of behavioral problems in kids these mm. days have to do with this. You're absolutely right. Maybe maybe I had some of these issues going on. Uh, I think I always had trouble sleeping, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't aware. Whereas now I, I can clearly see the line. Yeah, um, I, I don't eat any any. Uh, junk too late in the day. I don't drink beer late. You mean like that chocolate you just had? Yeah, well, it's not bedtime yet. But. Okay, all right. <laughs> too late in the day means but, five minutes before bed? Well, no, it means a couple hours, but I okay. can tell you uh, when when we were eating it, it crossed my mind. Like, uh, it might be too late for me to eat this chocolate. Oh, so you were thinking about I it. I was yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, I was, sure. because I don't want to stay up. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get to bed and get some rest and have a, yeah. have a, a schedule. Because yeah. for me, the whole day has to do with when I go to bed sure, the night before. Sure, 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 It really impacts everything. And I, I tell my kids this. like, you, If you want to have a disciplined life, and I'm not saying I'm disciplined. I'm probably not the most disciplined person. But I have learned I have to start with going to bed the night before, which means I need to regulate what I'm eating and putting it in my body before mm-hmm. bedtime. Mm-hmm. And I need to have some physical exhaustion yeah. so that when I, when I go to bed, and I don't go to bed and read, and I don't go to bed and talk to my wife, like... There's only two things I want to do in bed, okay? <laughs> and sleep. One of them sleeping. Right. Yeah. And so when I go to bed, I want to fall asleep. Yeah. And I wait until I feel tired and I go get in bed. And then yeah. if I get that enough sleep, mm-hmm. I notice that the next day I'll eat better, yeah. I'll exercise yes. better, I'll yes, think yes, clearer, yes. I'll have a much more disciplined day. Yeah. If I don't get enough sleep, I'm going to start putting sugar in my body because it makes me feel better yeah. temporarily. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to you know, start break down in other ways. I'll get lazy at some point in the day. I want to sit down and yeah. take a break. It all has to do with, uh, it's just a series of dominoes. Yeah. And so what you're talking about is taking care of your body so that everything else in your life works. Yeah. Absolutely. And it affects your relationships. Yes. And your your work ethic. And yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah. That's right. Your time with the Lord. Absolutely. All that stuff is, is connected. Yeah, there's no, the, the taking care of the body is not, uh, is not different from our spiritual acts of service to the Lord. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, they work together for sure. That, that it is. Part, part of my service to the Lord is taking care of the body that he's given me. Yeah. Yeah. As well as taking care of my mind and taking care of my children and taking care of my finances. All those things are there. And you're right. Sleeping is a, is a huge fundamental there. And food and exercise and all like that. And then going to the doctor as well to make yeah. sure that our bodies um, are getting the care that they need. And I'm so glad for scientists, good doctors, who yeah. can pay attention to those things. And, and it's, if something's preventable. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. We just need to, to prevent it. Yeah, like colon cancer, even though it's unpleasant. Uh, yeah, it is a nice little nap. You'll be fine. Okay. I, you know, I don't know if that's what I need, but I, it's coming up soon. It's either going to yeah. be this year or next year. I think it's going to be this year. Well, it runs in both of our families. It, it does. It's all over my family. So I started early. Um, yeah. And yeah. then I've here lately, you, you know, um, uh, Chaz Bozeman, Chad, Chad Bozeman, sorry, um, who passed that's away. That's right. Very yeah. young. The, the, act, the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who played Black Panther. Right, right, right. Um, uh, he was also in the movie 42. He played yeah. um, Jackie Robinson. Fantastic movie. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, you know, he passed away very young. Yeah, right. Uh, and right. so they, they typically start these screenings at 50, mm-hmm. and he That's was, right. what, 31 yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they're finding that, that there are people who uh, are younger and younger getting yeah, yeah. colon cancer, probably because of the American diet. Mm-hmm. And so uh, don't wait. If it's Especially if it's in your genetics, it's hard to fight your genetics. It is. Um, well, I have been doing a lot of fiber um, for, a, for quite a Many years now, yeah. and being really intentional. I'm I'm getting enough fiber. I know not exactly every day, but um, I would say over the course of a week, I'm getting a week's worth of fiber for sure. Yeah, I take a lot of fiber too. Which that, that's what old men sit around and talk about, right? Taking fiber. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. Welcome to the Hopper Podcast. Take yeah. your fiber. We're thick and greasy. We can't <laughs> stop eating chocolate. We're full of chocolate and fiber. Um, I'm, I remember talking. Everybody's going to love this one. Yeah. I remember talking to a doctor about this, and he said, "Yeah, you want to take enough fiber." Now this is gross, but this yeah, is exactly ahead. what he Come said. On. He said, "You want to make sure that your poo." conforms to your anus, not your anus to your poo. <laughs> I said, okay. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of fiber. Thanks. That's a great way to say it. I've yeah. never heard that before, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Straight yeah. out of a doctor's mouth. I didn't make that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, so get your fiber, folks. Get your fiber. So I, we've been telling each other pranks recently, and when uh, I, I'm a little bit embarrassed and also uh, proud of a prank that I did when I was on a trip with my soccer team. Um, we were on a road trip. We had a really good soccer team, uh, my skill notwithstanding. And so we uh, were sitting at a hotel, and I remember going into someone else's room because all the all the players, we would just go in each other's rooms and stuff and right. stay in the hotel. And I went to someone else's room and um, took a humongous dump in their toilet. And then I put in some powder in the toilet that made all the water into gel. Okay. So that the poo was trapped in the toilet and they couldn't use the toilet. They couldn't flush it. And the poo was just trapped in there. That's nasty. That's horrible. And... <laughs> 
And I've afterwards, I feel really bad about whoever had to clean that up, and someone had to clean that up. That's right. It, I, I'm ashamed. I, I really am ashamed. Don't do that. And we really got those guys good. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to college, they had this, this um, I don't know, like a package with razors and deodorant, and, and there was a cliff bar. Okay, yeah. Uh, and it wasn't a clip bar. It was a power bar. Yeah. I don't like power bars. Okay. Okay, too yeah, high sure. protein content. I don't I don't care for them. I don't know. Uh, just not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so I took it out of the wrapper, and I broke it into pieces, and I rolled those pieces together, and then I pinched the end of it, and it looked like a turd. Yeah. And I, I took it to... I, I'm not proud of this either. This is rather juvenile, but I was in college. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I would take it places and, and put it like in the dining hall. You know, at the, uh-huh. end of, yeah. at the end of the salad bar. <laughs> I just kind of wait to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I put it next to my sweet mate, you know, or not my sweet mate, but a hall mate. Uh, so a girl uh, lived across the hall from us. And I put it in front of their door when they were out. And they came back and they, they saw a turd on the floor in front of their door. Yeah, yeah. Somebody hates us. Who would do this? Did you see who did this? No, no. And, and I, I go over there and I say, I'll, I'll, I'll clean it up for you. And then I like flip it on them, you know, and they, they freak out, have yeah, a, sure, sure, a sure. midbrain response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, that, yeah, that uh, those are the kind of uh, potty humor pranks I would do. But the wh- I, when I was in college, I remember there was this one guy who thought it was the most hilarious thing to uh, late at night. He would uh, on the on the walkway to the dorm. He would climb up in a tree above the walkway, and as people were walking to through, he would try to do it. He would poop out of the tree onto the sidewalk below oh, as someone's boy. walking through. Can you imagine just like walking back to your dorm oh, and, boy. and human poop comes <laughs> out of the tree. <laughs> wow! I don't, as far as I know, he never hit anybody. But wow, um, that's commitment. That's commitment. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. You know, uh, my parents' weekend, yeah. my uh, parents were coming to visit, and we knew that when uh, it was hard to find parking spaces, so my dad would drop off the family, and then he'd go find a parking space. Sure. It'd be, you know, That's common, 20 yeah. minutes before sure. you get up to the okay, room. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so uh, while he's parking the car, I, I make some of these, these turds, and I put them in the bathroom because the first thing he does after that driving, all that, that trip, is go straight to the bathroom. Okay, yeah. So uh, I put... So I, <laughs> Put them on the floor, and I put them on on the toilet seat. Yeah, it looked like someone went in there and, <laughs> and just didn't know what they were doing. Never right? seen a toilet yeah. before. Like, what do I do here? Um, <laughs> they, were, they were everywhere, and uh, and while we're waiting for my dad to come up, uh-huh. and my, of course, my brother and sister, and mom, we're all in on this. Okay, my roommate walks in with his parents, and his dad <laughs> goes straight. <laughs> Goes straight into the bathroom. Yeah, and I'm like, oh no! And he's in there for a bit, and then he comes out, and we say our niceties, and then they leave to go off to something. And I rush into the bathroom, and it's all cleaned it's up. It's all cleaned up. He cleaned it up. <laughs> he, he's helping his son and his filthy roommate out. Like, Cleaning up the bathroom for us. <laughs> My roommate's a gorilla. <laughs> so. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. What did we miss? What did we get wrong? Email us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to tell Dave, uh, email him to ask his advice on how to make a likable puppet. Then you can email him at thickandgreasyfakemail.com. 
Join us next week on the Hopper Podcast when we'll talk about why left-handed people are so sinister. What? Well, if you've got a better idea for a Hopper topic, record a short, 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 record your shorts. Record a short voice memo on your phone. Send it to thehopperpodcast at gmail.com, and you might hear your voice on a future episode. Do you know anyone who'd enjoy the Hopper Podcast? Tell them about it. And give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. That's going to help other people find the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is produced with the help of your favorite antacid. 